What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Well, Paul, I'm 40 now. Oh, that's right. You're like my closest friend. You fucking forgot my birthday. I love Fuck that. Fuck you. I don't care about birthdays. I'm sorry. That's not true. Wow. Holy <laughs> shit. Well, that's clear. That's clear. I, just because you don't give a fuck about birthdays, that's because you're, you're, you, you, once you turn 80, after you don't you, care about fucking after birthdays you have anymore. decade after decade after decade of birthdays. It's an important birthday. 40, 40 is a, is a 40 big 40 one. A, it's a big one, you Because now like, you're just, on the downhill slide. Let me yeah, tell you all I'm about it. I'm on the it. going home side of the road now. <laughs> Let me tell you all about it. <laughs> You know how a slide used to be fun when you were a kid? Yeah, well, now, yeah, now, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, now, now you approach it with trepidation, and then at the end, when it's over, it's painful. Here's the thing, though. Like, it, it, I can say now with four decades of experience on this earth, I'm just getting better at life, no matter what. Like, you should be. You should be. You should always be getting better at life. But, like, for the longest time, and I know there's a lot of our listeners out there that can understand this, they'll shake their head and be like, yeah, yeah. Or they'll nod their head and be like, yep, you're right. You should start having that, a lot more moments of... Uh, just silent contemplation accompanied with a pipe. Nah. You know, just kind yeah, of. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe <laughs> just, it's time for you to start smoking a pipe. And just not really save half the words. Anyway. I, I don't mean skip every other word. That would be kind of weird. People have to fill in the blanks. No. <laughs> I mean, you just. just like, what, what is that? What, the the Mad Libs? Oh, yeah. Exactly. No, I'm not trying to do Mad Libs philosophy. With a pipe. With a pipe. <laughs> uh, no, the the I spent a lot of years worrying about things that needed to be done that had to be done. Now I'm worrying about things that I want to do. And yeah. I mean that by, and I mean no disrespect to anybody who has kids or whatever. I'm just, I'm done having kids. I have one. I raised her. She's great. And I'm done. I'm not, it's not just I raised her, but I'm done with my part of raising her. Mm-hmm. She can bounce ideas off me and ask for advice and all that. But like actively, I don't have to do any of that stuff now. That's a shitload of brain power just unloaded. And like, and you and I have talked about this past couple of years or so that she's, you know, that the kid moved out and moved away and went to college. How frustrating it is when you've defined your life and your lifestyle kind of revolved around that one center thing. And now that you don't have to do that anymore, it's a mind fuck. Well, it, it is, for, is, for, is for most people probably. And you've got a like a blank canvas. And a lot of people, that's pretty fucking scary. Yeah. In a oh, way. And, and it has been. So, but I, in, in, you know, some soul searching and also building my, building back my, like a bank account, you know, uh, uh, building a little nest egg is allowed me some breathing room to kind of figure some things out, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm working toward it and it's allowed me to travel a bit, which is why I bring up my, this first topic of why well, I decided to go to Hawaii again. We're not going to really focus on Hawaii too much this time. No, we're not going to, but I will say that some, some, unlike some, the Japanese did a while back, they focused on Hawaii. Wow, that's uh. Have you ever been to Pearl Harbor? I have never been to Hawaii. Yeah, see, there you go. That's why you make comments like it flew that. Flew over and then visited Tahiti. Wow. So you're saying you like France better than America? Is that it? Yep. You went to French Polynesians. I I, wait, I, made, I learned to make croissants there. Play the fucking <laughs> accordion in the street. Oh, that's not the same. You, I, you I went to the island a, to learn how to play the accordion. It's yeah, called that's... a concertina. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, I have I have yet to go to Hawaii. I would love to go. I, and since you know more about it than anybody else I know, 
I will so take far, the advice uh, from you I, on where to go and where not to go. Well, what's great is that Lisa Roosh and her mom, uh, her mom, she, Lisa and her mom picked uh, Jason and I. Just, you know, Jason Humphrey and I went uh, to Hawaii just on a whim. This is I had planned on going to Hawaii anyway for like a week, and then uh, I was <laughs> we were we were drinking uh, at Blackridge one night, and I was like, "Man, you should go to Hawaii." And he was just there in January. He goes, "Man, I could do that." Wait, who he was just there? Jason. He was? Yeah, him and him and his girlfriend oh, and I forgot. two other couples went there in like January for her birthday. And you said uh something like, Yeah, but it wasn't like the it's some it was something it was He it, didn't get a chance to do a lot of the things that he wanted to do because he was there with two other couples. Got it. So that's what we did while we were there this last time. Went to skate parks and world famous skateboarding spots that are in skate videos and all manner of cool shit. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know, just in general, relaxed and had a good time and and you went to the uh, the big famous beaches with all the big waves and yes. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I went to uh, spent the like half the day at a uh, Waimea Bay, which is you know kind of where the modern big wave surfing and in general surfing uh, kind of started. In like Waimea has been surfed pretty much consistently since like the late fifties, I think, early sixties. Mm-hmm. But back then, that area of Hawaii was just like shacks basically and because nobody lived up there because it was you know it was it was away from honolulu and away from the jobs and away and some people want one of that lifestyle and that's what i really like about that area of oahu is that it's just laid back but anyway i'm not going to get into all that because we talked we just we, we spent two hours talking about that but yeah yes. it was a it's a good time spent my birthday in paradise got went to world okay. famous place called holly eva joe's and when they found out my name was joe and it was my birthday i got a free dessert and, you know, uh, I just had had a great time with really great people. I have, a, a, I have a question. First of all, happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, I know you don't give a shit, but that's fine. I just, okay, so here's, we can talk about my philosophy on birthdays here in a minute. But, I, okay. And that's okay. But uh, when you, when did you know you were going to go back to Hawaii? Or did you already plan two trips like a year ago or something? Well, or? I planned, uh, you know, the the original trip, I uh, like <laughs> like we said before, I or I said before, um I went through kind of a weird breakup, kind of uh, breaking away from a woman kind of thing. And, you know, uh, stereotypically women, uh, they'll color their hair. They'll chop off their own bangs. Uh, I did that kind of thing, but I just bought a ticket to Hawaii, not even knowing. I bought a ticket to Hawaii uh, during the middle of a pandemic where I wasn't even sure if they would let me into the island. Right. And but it's I, restrictive. Just, it, it, it's it's restrictive. very restrictive. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I bought it f- five months in advance, six months in advance. I originally had this time off uh, planned uh, at the end of April around my birthday because my mother was going to come out to visit. Mom wanted to come out for my 40th birthday and hang out with my friends. We go to the Grand Canyon and do this and do that. Well, it turns out her health wasn't all that great and she wasn't really good to travel. And uh, so I still had the time off, couldn't get do anything about it. So I figured out, I think it was probably middle of March. Okay. I bought my tickets a month, like not quite a month out, like, like, like three and a half weeks out. That was, uh, so at the end of the end of March is when I bought my tickets. The second one for the second trip. Yeah. So it was very quick. So it wasn't, you really didn't know about this. You didn't think about this really nope. at, at all. Just I had of, thought about coming, going, uh, coming back in the middle of summer. Cause I was going to try and convince the kid to go out there. Cause, uh, uh, the spawn turns 21 this summer. And I God, thought, another goddamn birthday. 
I'll tell you my philosophy on birthdays games. They're important to me. To, to in, their birthdays are important to me, not my birthday. Like I'm not just. I'm not done speaking. Oh well, my, neither am I. My thoughts on birthdays are: it's a time to celebrate a person who is important to you. They're just their very existence. That and is letting, true. And letting them know, hey, I'm glad that you were born. That's why a lot of people who listen to this, they get a text from me or phone call from me uh, on their birthday. And that's why, because they're important to me. They're in my, in some way, shape, or form, you've been important in my life. That's why your birthday is a good time to celebrate that. Now, granted, I respect and love my friends the other 364 days out of the year. However, it's a little bit extra special because that was your birthday. Also, as people get older, they get cynical like you, you old fart. I've been and, cynical since day and, one, buddy. Yeah, you sound like my dad in Christmas. <laughs> my dad's never been a big fan of Christmas because he had one bad Christmas. No, when he no, was no, no. I, I, look, I, this is, look, I've thought about this a lot. I can talk about this all goddamn You think about everything night. a lot, Gaines. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here's but the deal. But that's my philosophy on birthdays. I don't make my own birthday important. Other people do because I make their birthdays important. No. Because that's how that's my that's your holiday. That's I don't the, want to celebrate your. Here, birthday. Here's the most I would ever want. It's just like a a good friend. Of, I don't even want this. If it happens, it'd be great. But like, hey man, I'm gonna fly out and somebody around your birthday. Let's go. I'll take you to dinner. Something like that. That's it. Right. Don't want any fucking gifts. I'm getting rid of shit. You know, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm, I know I'm, the I'm, birthday gift I got you five years ago is uh, still sitting in a drawer somewhere, never been put together. Absolutely, you, you probably can't even remember what it is. It's a little lunar lander, little steel thing. Oh my god, he remembers. I know exactly what it is it's because three, that's three that's cool enough. Yes, that's cool enough. I will assemble it once I straighten all this, mm. get my life unpaused, and that's what someone was giving me a hard time the other day about. He'll only be working on that project upstairs. Well, you want to know what? There was a huge chunk in there. I'm not. I'm going I'm to bitch a little bit. Right. About complete uncertainty. Which put a pause on everything I was it, going it to absolutely, do, and and I understood that. Not a lot of people understood that because, uh, well, and I a lot of people hated it. Mental health, they would have a mental health crisis if you talk to them about what's going on in your head for five minutes. <laughs> so, like, I understand, but that's why you're like, man, you know, now it's come together because now I'm I'm convinced that things are going to be good enough out here now. Absolutely, and you're like, holy shit, this is rapidly happening now. The, the amount of things that have happened in the past three weeks is incredible right painting so with the help of people that i know of course that are now available but also it's like okay i, I will put money and time into yeah. this in the next thing and i would just i would accept the fact that my life's going to be on on everything that i want to do outside of just the actual business activity you know is going to be on on hold and it's now it's becoming un on hold un on hold on on hold not on hold anymore thank, thank no you. longer on hold so uh but as far as birthdays go yeah i i i if someone if i were really close to someone you know then i would want to do and usually it'd be like in a relationship like a close you really like like if you were a guy and you had a female friend you know right. a relationship that way then that would be kind of special because yeah that that represents you know they were born and now they've made your life that much better and that so that would be a little more to me christmas i think is more for kids and that kind of stuff as far as that holiday see goes. the time in between thanksgiving and christmas to me it's not about the gifts and all that stuff it's just about uh f food and and just and and fellowship really just and being being around each other but i know where that comes from right to me that comes from like it used to be most most you know uh christian traditions come from europe Mm -hmm. Right. And then European immigrants brought it over to the U.S. Right. Yes. yes. 
So then you have well, well that time of year we in the had nor- to teach the, the natives hemisphere. here what a celebration was all about because they don't know how to celebrate here really. The Native Americans they never really knew. Wow, cracks me up. <laughs> it's like you're dripping with sarcasm almost. Anyway, Those no fuckers so, have more have more <laughs> pomp and circumstance and fucking celebrations. Yeah, we, no shit. That we had, ever knew about. They had more dances to celebrate things than they do have fucking gods in Europe. You know. Yep. So anyway, anyway, so. Uh, those folks brought with them their traditions. Well, in the Northern Hemisphere, between uh, like the middle of November and fucking de- and and February, is the dreariest, shittiest, fucking awful months ever. Yes. Right. So what do you do? You eat and you give people gifts so that they don't fucking murder each other when they're when they're when they're cooped up. Right. Right. It's almost kind of lost in places that don't have those i that don't have uh, that kind of climate. But for me, it's just something like that's what you do. Like that's the time where people you hang out and you make sure that you appreciate your family and things like that. But I understand what you mean by Christmas specifically is kind of more for kids. So for me, um, like we before you left, we all had a uh, a hunk of meat fest at your house. Yes, that's that's true. Mike made a brisket and yeah. So that that to some, me is yeah. is more you know obviously I didn't get you a card, I didn't get you a gift. I'm sure you noticed. You didn't even call or text or send a carrier pigeon on my birthday. I didn't. I didn't. And uh, that's but, not true. I'm pretty sure you said happy birthday, but I don't really care. I, I, right. That my, the accolades that I get. I mean, it was really heartwarming to wake up. And people not realize that I'm three hours behind some of you, and five hours behind some of you, and sixteen hours behind one friend of mine who's in fucking. Where was he at? He was in uh, outside of Moscow doing some of this. A friend of mine from from Ohio. Uh-huh. That has been traipsing about the globe because he works for a, like an oil company, uh-huh. some sort of petrochemical company. And he was 16 hours ahead. He's like, hey, man, happy birthday yesterday. And I was just like, what the fuck? Dude? It's fucking eight o'clock in the morning. Anyway, so he uh, that was funny. It was really nice to wake up to all those text messages and all that shit at like 630 in the morning. I've removed all birthday evidence off of social media. I, I don't even want the acknowledgement on. Uh, oh, it's fine. I'll make sure that people know. <laughs> no, I have. There's no month. There's no day. There's no nothing on there. I know because it always it takes me a second to figure it out because I have to do a bunch of like math. Because I know usually if I forget which date your your birthday is, I just text Lee or I look on his Facebook because I know his is like around there. Well, it's I can't remember if it's Lee two. has two birthdays in a way if you think about uh, it because uh, you know his uh, situation. Oh, you have Lee his and persona. Leah, his persona. <laughs> yes. Although I, I don't know, like. I have a feeling that guy's so weird about not weird, but like his his he's got the Leah persona, and I just mm-hmm. like I have a feeling Leah's birthday is like September 69th or something like that. Like just, <laughs> oh hey Jobo, like the way he talks to me just fucking cracks me up. But it's what's funny, like uh, like when I like a week before I left for Hawaii, like, so I like I had two weeks of vacation time, and so one week I just laid around. I didn't lay around. I did a bunch of stuff around the house, and I worked on that pressure washer and did this and that. And uh, one night I was in, I was like a Friday night and I went to hang out at uh, Blackbridge and Leah shows up all dressed to the nines. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the night, Leah had turned into just Lee drunk, dressed like a woman. Because he was just like, <laughs> instead of, uh, Joe, you're so sweet. And then it's a, yeah, so I was uh, working on my car the other day as he's just, he's like fake boobs in, <laughs> like lipstick on. He's wearing Like his boobs like, are falling out and stuff. Yeah, right. And I'm like, oh, girl, your titty's falling out. <laughs> like, but it's just funny because he drops the persona because it's just harder and harder to stay in character the mm-hmm. drunker you get. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, that shit cracks me up. But yeah, but I, but, I understand. So, what's your philosophy on birthdays? Well, why, but, do you, why is he, it that you don't give a shit? Here, like, here's what it should be, though. It, it should be more of what your thing was. It's like people don't really, to be honest, people don't get together enough anyway. I agree. It's been more difficult in the last year. That aside, but but they so they should just get shouldn't make it necessarily formal, but have a cookout and people should come over. At least that would be the excuse. Fuck it, you know, so and so's birthday is is was yes. Wednesday, so this Saturday we're gonna all get we're together. We're gonna do this exactly, and we're gonna listen. We're gonna spin records. We're gonna fucking smoke cigars and just hang out. Yeah, you know. And uh, if you want to get a car or something like that, well, we used to uh, the last number of years at my parents' place. We had kind of it wasn't really a rule, but it was kind of an unwritten thing. If someone found something kind of cool, then you would give that or receive that. But a lot of it was more kind of um, not joke or prank gifts, but it'd be like uh, like uh, dart guns and. And fucking toy shit you can kind of right. play with if you like you were a kid, like a Nerf basketball or something. You yeah. could stick on the window and just sit there and watch movies or something like that and, and just play with these little stupid throwaway items yeah. or garage sale pieces of shit. Or, you know, that's what it turned into for us at some point. It's like, I don't really need any clothes. I don't. You can't. You, don't go shopping for me, you know, or whatever. But also, or vice versa. like, I feel like you grew up a little bit different than a lot of people. Yeah. Yes, but like, no. Like birthdays were like, like for me growing up, we didn't have a lot of money ever. Like I'm not saying you grew up with money. I'm just saying that that there there was at at no point in my childhood did I ever uh, feel like there wasn't something that I was missing because there just wasn't any money for it. Here's what my like dad I, used to know. Here's what was a good thing. This is a good this this meant more to me because my father would like to make cakes actually for people's birthdays. And he would do it actually make a real homemade and he usually have it have to be a it would be a sculptured cake or oh, he something. Oh, he would make actual like like yeah, made, stacked like, cakes like, and, like like a glider plane for me one time and that kind of stuff. That's pretty make, cool. Yeah, that kind of shit. So that's that's neat right there. See, yes. I would I would love something like that. That's that's the type of thing that you do when you're a poor kid or your poor your poor parent. Right, but you know? I really really liked that a lot. He bought me kind of semi expensive like I needed a parachute one time for my glider, you know, for me to use. Yeah, and I was starting to fly gliding and I couldn't afford that. You know, as a kid, so he bought one. He bought a high ticket item. That's yeah. That's that's what we. That's what birthdays were for us. Was the high ticket items. Yeah. Like one year, I got a, a nice uh, specialized mountain bike, and I, I don't even want to think about how. I don't know what my folks had to do to get to make that happen. You know, I, honestly, uh, or I got an RC. Do you remember the radio uh, radio controlled um, uh, hovercrafts? Probably late eighties, I mean, early nineties. They had like the rubber skirt around them. They had yeah, and, I, like they I actually helped guys build real ones of those. But yeah, I'm not trying to one up you. I'm just saying I know what hovercraft are. Yeah, no, these were little RC. Yeah, little like, Yeah, like instead of yeah, uh, yeah, and they it floated over anything. Yeah. So I like uh, I had friends over that brought and we would like race around. Like one kid was like kind of a dickhead, but like we let him be the, our friend because he had nice toys, mm-hmm. and. uh He's like, yeah, well, mine, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, well, mine can go anywhere. He goes, really? And I'm like, yeah. Can yours go inside? He goes, no, my mom says it's not allowed in there. I'm like, hey, mom, can I show him this? And I just, like, ran the hovercraft all through the house on the carpet, on the tile, on the that, 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 like, everywhere. And, like, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh. That was, like, the one time I felt like I Those was are cool. cooler than him. You know, but I never would have – that wouldn't have been something that I would just, like – Hey mom, I really want this. What do you think? And just like it was bought it just because it was Saturday. No, right. it would have to be like a birthday. Because we were like that. My father knew that he would spoil. Yeah, uh, he never he never did that shit. He never ever bought expensive shit that was out a high ticket uh, item outside of un- unless it was for a uh, uh, directed interest like the parachute. 
that was a birthday or a Christmas. Right. I can't remember. Right. Yeah. Something like that. And the and honestly, like eh, I don't know the he may, I, he may have packed it with like a lead brick or something though because I had to you know never really checked. Damn, that's dark. <laughs> I he he never would have done that. Little Polly needs. Have you always been called Paul, or did you have like nicknames when you were a kid? Never really had nicknames. No. How boring. I know. How unfortunate for you. Fucking white Joe. Like white I'm, from a from a white suburbia white place. White suburbia white place in right. North Texas, Central Texas. Cobb County. Yeah, yeah Texas and then Cobb, Cobb County. County. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that you're as uh, as non-racist and liberal as you it are. It really is. Maybe it's just a reaction. Maybe it's a maybe it's a you know a, a hashback, a knockback. A, what do you want to call it? A something regression. Regression. No, like, <laughs> hey, uh, no you know when you uh, react just the opposite of something to uh, reaction. Yeah, but more important word than but reaction. more important than re- word than reaction. You know what I'm saying? If you're if it's a uh, yeah, I understand what you mean. Like if you're really like if your parents are let's say your parents are really really racist, then sometimes you're gonna have a really liberal yeah you're gonna daughter have... that's gonna go out and marry a black guy. Oh God, <laughs> that happens. It my my mom has a story she tells um that this guy uh that her her the time she was hanging down hanging out down on the square was what you did and if you were in high school in mm-hmm. Troy Ohio, hang out down on the square and somebody called her dad at home on a Friday night and said. Do you know uh, little Susie's hanging out with that colored boy, Elmo, uh, down on the square? And her dad came down there and grabbed her and threw her in the fucking car. Literally threw her in the car. Wow. And sped off. Was like, you ever hang out with him again? Da, da, da. And she's like, I'm going to. my. This is how you know that my mom was definitely going to do whatever the fuck she wanted. Mm-hmm. At 17, told him, I will do as I please until you try and fucking stop me. Wow. And opened up the car door and tried to jump out. And he slammed, like, got to a... Uh, like he realized that he as as strong willed as he was in one direction, she was just as fucking strong willed in the other direction. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is like generationally, you have that like in our family, like it's like a weird thing. Like my mom had that also realization with me when I was about fourteen, and she tried to say something like or she said something to me like it was real snide, and I was like. That wasn't very nice, and she turned around and slapped, went to slap me, and I grabbed her wrist and f- overpowered her and said, don't ever touch me again. Like, put my finger in her face. And that's when she knew. She's like, oh, fuck. All right. You've reached that point. I, yeah. yeah, it's that point now. And that happens. It, it didn't ha- I don't think it really happened with Portia because she was just so easy. It was so easy. Like, she, was, uh, and she had her typical kid stuff that was frustrating, but it was never like... She oh. wasn't really rebellious, per se. She didn't really get rebellious. I think she was just too fucking tired. <laughs> Remember the one time, though, she w- was caught driving uh, oh. right, right through the intersection of I whatever for- the I fuck I forgot it was. about that, yeah. So that was a little bit rebellious. Her, her, One of her friends, I don't remember who the friend was. They were in high school. Portia only had her permit. Yeah, she had her permit, which you have to have a licensed driver over the age of 18, I think, in the car. Hmm. Uh, in order for you to uh, a sober licensed driver over the age of 18 that was an amendment to the before they yeah. had to add sober they had to have sober but well because you have parents who were just like yeah you drive me around that's what i thought porsche was gonna be it'd be great to get drunk well, and just call once, her up once she turned 16 and got her license it was no problem i got you yeah uh, but as if a, you have a you have learner's, permit, permit. Your learner's permit so and she they went to whatever they, they went to the wall pie quick stop and the, her one friend said she wasn't feeling good 
she's like, do you mind driving? She's like, that's fine. And drove, you know, drove to school. And, uh, she, she turned and I think she clipped a curb or something when she made a turn and yeah, I remember that cop detail. saw it and pulled her over and she was frantic, frantic and like freaking out. And then the school resource officer saw her pulled over on the side of the road. So we, like <laughs> as he was everybody's seeing as it was he, in the biggest intersection near downtown yeah, is what it was. Exactly. And <laughs> the, the busiest intersection when, when like within 15 to 20 minutes of school starting, that is the busy, busiest intersection in town. You'll have 30 cars trying to make a left-hand turn to go downtown to the high right. school. So someone's going to so know somebody when Everybody see. fucking saw her and within within a matter of like 30 minutes everybody in town that knows her knew that she had fucking like she was sitting on the curb, she was sobbing and I was like I was I kind of wondered I cuz I talked to the resource officer about it later on. I was like and he's also when I say that his name is uh Phil. Phil I've known Phil since the day I started at Kingman High School because he was a senior or he was a junior's, but he was student uh, student body president, and he was the one who was gave, like gave tours to people, like new new students. Okay, and took me around and showed me to where the classes were. So now he's a cop at us at the high school here in town, and I was like, Phil, what's up? Why didn't they cuff her? And he's like, They didn't need to cuff her. Look, she's fifteen, and like I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like if it were a boy, scared that was, straight. If it, no shit, that's right. <laughs> If it were a boy, would they have cuffed him? Like, yeah, probably. I'm like, okay, let's fucking equality. Cuff her. <laughs> <laughs> she was so she was so wigged out. I remember being at Walmart shopping and she like called or Linda called me and she's like, Look, don't freak out. And I'm like, Well, when you say don't freak out, those are the first fucking words out of your mouth. And it was the whole thing was funny shit. But like, other than that, that wasn't even her being rebellious. That I guarantee you, the conversation was probably like, I don't feel good, Portia. Can you drive? And Portia was like, Oh yeah, let me help you because she's just like right. me in that regard. Well, I was thinking or hoping that she was going to keep going down that rebellious road and like right? like the next day you'd see her on the street corner rolling her own cigarettes and you know wearing big yeah. leather boots and just with a, with getting a, a shirt tattoo, that, getting a, a shirt big... that says "fuck you, mom and dad." Like, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would, honestly, but that never happened. It never happened. I always joked and said, you know, she's such a good kid. I was just, uh, I, she, I, I'm like, she's such a perfect kid. Mm-hmm. You know, like her. Her the little things that like irritated me uh, about her were like little tiny things that I that like because I had nothing else to be irritated about. I think I blew them out of proportion in my own brain. Like she's one to just stop texting you and just put her phone down, and then an hour later go to bed, and then you're like, I thought we were having a conversation, and she did that to me. She still does that to me. Mm-hmm. Done that to me for ten years. Well, there's something that got you irritated me. though that you made her clean up your neighbor's backyard oh, yeah. or something. There was something. There was, yeah, we don't need to go into that on the podcast. Oh, okay, I'm sure mind. she doesn't want anybody to know I'm about just saying all that. She's not a but perfect. She, no, no, no. I mean, but I mean, like those years where the kids are really testing the boundaries. She just didn't. Sure. She yeah. just didn't. I don't think that she needs to because I don't think we gave her that. We didn't give her a lot of boundaries to go up against. And I think a lot of parents try to be controlling over a helicopter or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um, to circle back. How far back are we circling back? I don't know. Back before birthdays. To circle back, I, I spent a lot of years thinking about, uh, uh, worrying about and concentrating and all my stress uh, and goal or goals were oriented around uh, trying to do everything for the kid, right? And now I'm able to do stuff for, for me and it took me at least two years to to get past the the hang up that I was being selfish. But this is the time that you're supposed to do that. 
Yes. And that's in the, and the people that my elders that I've talked to, uh, that have been through this situation are the, have, you know, have agreed with that and have mentioned that including my mother. So, but anyway, uh, do you want to take a break? I need more water. Oh yeah. You, you, you're rehydrating cause you were, your skin was oh. hydrating your, your body when you were in Hawaii <laughs> and then you didn't have to drink anything and now you're back and yeah. you're forgetting to drink. Okay. Well, uh, you know what? We got a couple minutes. Let me, let me talk about this. Cause it was something weird. It just, it clicked in my brain this trip around. I couldn't figure out why I could never uh, stay completely hydrated when I was in Hawaii and I was there for two weeks. It's humid as fuck every day. It's either it's either 85 percent humidity up to ninety nine percent humidity, depending, mm-hmm. right? Way way more moist than than uh, uh, than the desert. So I'm out here here you know in in the you know high desert. It's dry as shit. Hardly any humidity. I'm drinking water all the time. I have this water bottle with me. I have another one at home that's full of water right next to my bed. Like I stay hydrated because I don't like to be dehydrated. I hate, you like, the, I you hate like, that feeling. You like butt funnel water, don't you? I damn close to it. I mean mm-hmm. close to it. Mm-hmm. I drink I drink probably a gallon to a gallon and a half of water a day. Okay. So, but that's because I have this mental trigger of my, my mouth is dry. My voice is kind of scratchy. Oh, shit. I need to drink some water. When you're in an area of high humidity, you don't have that. You just aren't dry. You just don't have internal water. You just have your skin isn't itchy. Your skin isn't itchy and dried. Like your sinuses are, like a are fine. Yes. You don't see fish like scratching themselves like a cat very often. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, except for the, uh, the, uh, the Japanese scratch fish. Yeah, uh, those are poisonous. They're, they're, they're venomous, actually. Venomous, you're right. You can eat them, but they shouldn't eat you. Is it one of those fish where you can do sushi, but you got to be careful with the part that you cut out? Um, so, yeah, you know. but you can only eat the eye. Yeah. Anyway. The Japanese scratch fish. Ridiculous Japanese scratch fish. <laughs> itchy fishy. It, itchy fishy. Itchy. The itchy fishy. Oh, itchy. Sorry, oh, itchy. itchy. No, what are the itchy fishy? <laughs> you like an eyeball? I like an eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I'm like in Hawaii like two days and like, my God, why am I so thirsty? I haven't had hardly any beers or anything. And I realized I hadn't drank any water that day. Mm-hmm. And that's because I don't have the mental trigger of having dry mouth, dry sinuses, dry eyes because I have allergies. So I'm taking allergy meds, which dry you out. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to do that there. So it's weird. So I need more water. And with that, I'm taking a break. Let's take that's a break. It. We'll be back. All right. Over 
this here beat Talking about you Yo, I took you out But sex was on my mind for the whole damn route My mind was in a frenzy in a horny state But I couldn't drop limes cause you couldn't relate My mama and I'll be your boy. Original road boy, never am I coy. You could be a shorty in my ill convoy. Not to come across as a thug or a hood. But hun, you got the goods, like Madeline Wood. By the way, my name's Malik, the five foot freak. They say we get together by the end of the week. She simply said no, label me a hoe. I said, how you figure? My friends tell me so. I hate when silly groupies wanna run their yap. Word to God, hun, I don't get down like that. I'll have you weak in the knees that you can hardly speak. Or we could do like Uncle Ella swinging F in my G. Keep it on the down, yo, we keep it discreet. See, I'm not the type of kid to have my biz in the streets. If my mom don't approve, then I'll just elope. Let me save the little man from inside the boat. Let me hit it from the back, girl, I won't catch a hernia. Bust off on your couch, now you got Siemens furniture. Shy, he fight for the extra P. Stacy Beetle, PJ, and my man LG. They know the abstract is really so on ice. The character is of man, never ever a mice. Shorty, let me tell you about my only vice. It has to do with lots of loving, and it ain't nothing nice. after you did leave to Hawaii, end of that topic, that then there was a fire. Oh, shit. So I'm just wondering, it's like, you know what? That little motherfucker Joe. Okay, that fire started 2 p.m. around about between Wild Cow Springs and Flag Mine. I know right where it started. Uh, I know you do. Also, <laughs> I was already on a plane by then. And sneaky, I have evidence of sneaky. that. So does TSA. There is video evidence of me. I have a full-on alibi. So you can't... I knew you were going to fucking ask me about that. It's I not, knew you were going to talk like about that. It's not like you can't have a timer set or uh, some little wax fuse that oh, burns slowly. you dirty rat bastard. No. Uh, yeah, you know what I did? You set the I, wall I, by I, mountains I, on fire. I fucking... I went to the hip-hop show at the at Blackbridge, mm-hmm. which we need, we should probably talk about that, too, because I know people want to talk about it. I, I, did, I didn't at, go to that. You noticed I wasn't there. I did notice you weren't there, although uh, you could have been there and I wouldn't have known because there was 400 people in the back right. area. Yeah, okay. it was bad. Yeah, it well, was uh, bad. Not bad. No, bad. it was really good. It was great for business, but there was just a ton of people that don't normally do that, uh, that don't normally go out to that place. have never been there. Have ne- Some of them had never even been to Kingman. They came from Phoenix and Tucson, oh, L.A. Shit. Yeah, for this one show. And it was it was really cool. I was really pumped to see... I, I hate using the word, but it's true. I, I like to see some diversity in music. Around, I love around black here. people. Joe Fellers <laughs> loves, loves black, black people. people. 
uh, my African Americans, brother. Yeah. Remember the, the, the Trump thing? Talk yes. about we got our African American. <laughs> that cracks me up. It's so bad. Every time it's Sarah, like, what's her fuck? Sarah Connor? No. Whatever that Sarah chick is. Huckabee Sanders. No, 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 no. It's that chick that, that does this. She, oh, ma- she the, mouths Trump. She, she, the, uh, she mouths the Trump. It's Sarah. It is Sarah. Yeah, I think her name is shit. She's a comedian and she does the lip syncing. To Trump. So funny. Anyway. Um, yeah, I stayed up super late and and got up at uh, oh my god, I got up at three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. because I was getting picked up. I actually got up at three o'clock in the morning and I told the people the people I was traveling with, the person who was giving me and my companion a ride to the airport, Sarah Cooper, I think it Cooper. is. Cooper, yeah, the person who was giving me a ride, uh, giving us a ride. I knew that we may have a half hour deviation from scheduled departure because that's just how she rolls. And so I said, yeah, be at my house at 3.30. And she said, okay. And 4.05 is when she showed up, which was perfect because we did not have to deal with, uh, you know, anything. So I can tell you right now I was not in town. There was – I had nothing to do with that fire. But I will tell you it was really strange to be off the continent and have someone ask me, oh, where did you come from in Arizona? I was like, oh, Kingman. Kingman, how come that sounds familiar or anything? Oh, Timothy McVeigh? I was like, no. <laughs> oh, wait, no, you guys have a fire going on there. And I was like, oh, shit. It's that big a news. And then, like, my brother mentioned, like, text me and was like, hey, you know, da da da. I was over at um, Tim Schroeder's house. They were doing barbecue shit over there. Yeah. And we're just sitting yeah. out outside. No, we're sitting in their kitchen area. And Tim, telling Tim and Katie and I, and then Charlie was with everybody. Yeah. Just a few people, not really that many. And Tim sort of goes, hey, man, is, he, he, was, he goes, is there a, like a control burn near the airport right now? And I went, no, that was a handful of days ago, unless it got out of hand or something. He goes, well, there's something going on. I turned around and went, holy shit. I mean, it was really going. Yeah. But that's not planned. Mm-mm. And it's windy as shit right now. Yeah. So, no. They wouldn't plan to do that on a windy day. Yeah. yeah. So, it got worse, worse. So, then we started playing. I said, hey, you know what? We got? He had his playlist, Bluetooth shit. Let's just start doing fire. We, did, we didn't start the fire. Come on, baby, light my fire. Lake of we, fire. Lake of <laughs> Predictable white people, man. Exactly Predictable what it was. white people. But Y'all should have gone to the hip-hop show. So here... Fuck, man. <laughs> Need a little black rub on Do you guys dip your fucking... All your barbecue stuff in uh, ranch dressing, too? Yeah. Something so, 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 so you would do. You better pump those fucking brakes, Gaines. Right. I need some help, though. Oh, do you? Yeah, some... So there was a, a song. We need a truckload of help over here. It's for a Paul. <laughs> <laughs> one of those. One of those. Yeah, center dump fucking things. Just dump all that dirt when they're making the highway. Yeah. One of those. Uh, Tim would know what those were. Yeah, belly dumper. Thank you. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah. That's when you need a belly dumper. I thought you said a belly dancer. No, it's a belly dumper. A tiny dancer. <laughs> tiny, tiny belly dumper. A, a Tony Danza. <laughs> <laughs> now and now Tony Soprano uh, Tony Soprano and now we've arrived at a concept that I came up with several years ago of a gender swapped remake of Who's the Boss <laughs> yes uh, you have we where have. you have now but it has to be exactly the same okay, okay? so instead of like a mom hiring the, like a divorcee you know middle aged divorcee hiring a nanny slash cleaning guy mm-hmm. to help out it's a middle aged man who hires an attractive female <laughs> as a cleaning lady and then we see how you can't really gender swap some of those things from the 80s but what would be funny is if instead of the you know male lead trying to get down with the female lead the female lead is just like all hard up on the uh the mom which would be hilarious right. i think that would be great 
like Connor's like, no, 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 I'm not really. I, I appreciate that. Like, oh, don't you want to like all the sexual innuendo and shit that went back and forth on sure. the boss? Yeah. Would be. I think that's a fucking dynamite idea. It's a great so idea. So thank you for bringing up the fire because that reminded me of that, and that's how we get to. We go from the Kingman fire. You guys playing Light My Fire, Lake of Fire, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. all the way to Tony Danza. But here's where I need help with, because we're thinking of other, I went, oh, God, there was a fire in, or a mountain. So, not fire on the mountain, you know. Fire on the mountain. You know, fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. Right, yeah, not that. Fucking, and then there's you. also, uh, uh, what's the other, uh, like Marshall Tucker, not Marshall Tucker. It's another fire and the whiskey, whiskey in the fire. That's like whiskey in whiskey the jar. Whiskey in the jar. It's not that. Uh, but there, okay. So I was in Tehachapi a handful of years ago and there was a fire there and, uh, and there was, a maybe the only one that can help me. Cause I was, I was people trying to think of this. We're looking it up. There was a, there's a popular male attractive. I'm going to guess he's probably in his mid forties right now, former member, or maybe still current member of some band, but he went solo. And I think he played at the Colorado outdoors amphitheater and there's a like song at Red Rocks. Yeah, probably okay. at Red Rock, and and he's a Red Rock, whatever it rocks. And then and then he um, there's a song that he came up with. It's some it's something about fire or the mountain and the fires in the mountain or the danger in the mountains. Or it's a very popular song. I know you've heard it. Wow. And Katie has heard it, and she was going crazy. And she's like, hey, "Was it this song? Is that song?" I'm going, "No, no, no, no." And I had it on one of my older iPods, and uh, and God damn it, if I can't, it's like. It's like Jack Johnson, but it's not him. It's like a solo guy. It's one of those guys. That, yeah, okay. it's one of those guys. Attractive, the one the women swoon over. Talented, plays the guitar. The John Mayer. No, that's okay. that's what she thought too. She catered just John Mayer. Went, as no. soon as as soon as you said attractive male plays guitar, I immediately Ladies go swoon. to John Mayer. Yeah. Well, because he dated everybody. Yes, everybody. But this is not a guy that's anyway. It was. It would have been perfect for. And it doesn't matter now. The fire's really out, as far as we're, we know. It's really not. It's still at like twelve hundred acres and only like thirteen percent contained. But it's not. It's smoldering. It's not yeah. going crazy. But it's gonna just like it's. It's literally one windy day of, of uh, away from burning the whole fucking mountains down. It's kind All of, the mountains. It's be kind of uh, yeah, I know. Well, they're that's why they're they're still have the crews out here. But, yeah, he, they, but there's not a song. See, this is a very weak, weak clues. It was probably, let's say, six years ago. Six years ago, oh. the song was, was popular. And uh, you're, you're never going to guess it, probably. And I'm not going to figure it out. It just sucks. Yeah, it all sucks. You're going to hear it one day, six months from now, and be like, blah, blah, blah. and I'll be like, holy shit. Okay, fine. I get it. Because I do it's that, like, too. It's like Fire on the Mountain. I'm not thinking of not the Fire on the Mountain, Boys Run, right, Run. Right. What's the other song that's uh, done by... Some southeast talent, Marshall Tucker band or something. Fire, fire in the mountain. I have no idea. I, I don't. Shit. I don't know. Like I, Paul, I've got vacation brain. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent on top of anything right now. I'm still on island time. Uh, I drove the speed limit here. That's how much I'm on island time. <laughs> fire mountain songs. God, go away. Yeah, Marshall Tucker Band, Fire on the Mountain. There's that song. Okay. You know that Marshall Tucker broke up before I was born, right? Like, I. It doesn't matter. I know so it did fucking matter. Mozart die before you were born, too. So and know. I don't know all of his deep cuts either. <laughs> Most people don't. 
Uh, Fire on the Mountain, Marshall Tucker Band. So there's that song. Don't you know Fire on the Mountain, that song? I might if I heard it. I, I have no idea. I, I know that you would, but that's okay. Let's see if we can listen to a little bit of it right now. Of course, the ad will happen first. Hold oh on. my God! Hold on. Why don't you just ask the person who pays for music services to play it? I already hate it. I'm just kidding. But you'll you'll recognize it in a minute. Or nope. Yes, you will. Okay. I'm bobbing my head in anticipation. Give another 20 seconds. Nope. We're going to wait until we get to the verse. Yep. Yeah. I've, or the chorus, rather, aren't we? Okay. Yep. It's coming up close. No, I've never heard this song before. I, that, wow. None of it sounds familiar. I'm okay. sorry. You know what's fucked up too is that my mom loves Marshall Tucker, mm-hmm. and I definitely grew up listening to it in the, like in the background a lot of the time. And I I don't think I've ever heard that. It doesn't sound familiar to me. But again, I, I like. Do you know how you say it takes you a couple days to get in the mode of being on vacation? Yes, three days. Yeah. You know how long it takes me? No. Basically, the day before the like the day of. The, the like the the day that I depart for work, my destination, I am immediately in it. It's like a, it's like something to do with the smell of packing, seeing the sand the that was smell in my, of like, packing. Yeah, like packing, like how like when you pull I out. Know. I know. Like I, well, I haven't had to wear board shorts in nine months, eight months, right? right? Except for going to Hawaii. So they still smell like the last time I went there, musty. They smell like my closet because I you know wear board shorts in this in the winter time here, except for when I would go to the you know, get in the pool at the wellness center. And I have special shorts for that because I don't want to destroy my $50 board shorts in chlorine. Right. So I, there's that, the smell of that, there's the getting up early. There's the, we're on a mission to get to the airport so we can get someplace like as efficiently as possible with as few little hangups as possible. So that as soon as I like land and get my bags in my hand, I'm just, just instantly way more relaxed and ready to go. All right, so here's... But here's the flip side of that. Uh, hold on. I'll tell you how it works for no, me. But no, the, the flip side of that, for me, this is why I'm the opposite of you. When I come back, it takes me a few days to get back into where I want, where like regular non-vacation mode. No, that, that so, part's the same for me. So I, I can get into, a, into that mindset very easy, and I just stay in it, and I roll with it. But coming out of it, it takes me a few days, which is why I learned my lesson years and years ago of not pushing it like i could go on a 10-day vacation and stay at the beach but i'd rather do a six-day vacation so i've got two days before and two days after all right so here's how mine works <clears throat> and i won't have to explain that long but it's, okay. it's, it's it's not really until i have arrived at the destination found my house or hotel room whatever it is mm-hmm. partially unpacked in shorts or flip-flops or casual shoot whatever the fuck i'm doing next and I'm sitting either on the beach, if it's a beach thing, right. with a drink in my hand, then the clock starts. So then it's three days from then. Right. And then, then it's kind of, you know, it takes a while to wind down, but it, it's not because traveling can get fucked up. Oh, you know, absolutely. And yeah. all this shit's like, oh, God, I've got to just get totally set up, 
then then I can start mm-hmm. winding down. I should say, and let me modify my previous statement. It takes me that however much time it takes from the moment I started packing, like the final packing, like the the I have you know most of my toiletries I have doubles of, but there's certain things. It de- kind of depends. Like I have full size uh, uh, toothpaste, right, mm-hmm. to take with me everywhere. Except this t- time around, I was only gone for six and a half days, seven days, whatever, and I didn't need. I don't need full size anything. And well, I'm you pa- can't and, and really you, bring full exactly. Size well, shit. except they're starting to become more lenient on that. Okay. I hate how inconsistent TSA is, and I really fucking hate how in- inconsistent certain airlines are. American, I'm putting you on fucking blast. I have, I have a multitude of complaints. It's a TSA thing, really. A TSA? Well, no. No, the T, TSA, it's, this is separate. It's, it has to do with masking policy and this and that and the other. Oh, and like it's masking, just, sure, that's different. Uh, yeah. It just irritates me uh, how inconsistent they are. Because you're not allowed to use the net gators at all on, on planes. Right. Yeah, except they, have, don't, they only enforce it. has it, to be a like, mask. Yeah, they only saying. enforce it 50% of the time. Oh. Right? And anyway, so... Yeah, the so as soon as I start packing, like the final bit of packing, that's when my clock starts, and then I'm I'm in the vacation mode once travel is done, mm-hmm. and then I can just kind of relax and I'm good to go. Or in this case, the last leg of the flight, and that's when it that's when I know everything's good. I've gone through security, I've got my COVID test, I've got this, I've got that, da, 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 da. and then I can just go. All right, cool. So and and it was funny, like uh, the Jason was like, oh my god. Uh, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, well, what's up, man? He's like, you're speaking slower. You're driving slower. Like I've ridden in cars with you before. Like when you're driving, like you're, you're just at a different pace. Like it's, it's like you downshifted and just fucking tapped on the brakes and you're just, I'm like, yeah, that's me in vacation mode. Mm-hmm. It's cool. We have a loose plan. We'll plan one activity a day and we'll get to that. Everything else. We'll just see what happens and fall into place. And I'm a planner. I'm a regimented planner, but when I go on vacation, I'm like, I don't want rigid plans. Except there's a certain list of things I want to accomplish in this amount of time, and I'm not going to overbook it. Like my first night would be like, I just want to find a place with scallops and Jameson. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. Just, Absolutely. Is there a place somewhere we can get scallops and they have booze? Yeah. Yeah. And I want a view of the ocean or yes. something. Yes, exactly. And that's it. And wake up uh, usually first day, like my first uh, like full day where you wake up wherever your vacation destination is. Mm-hmm. I like to wake up as early as possible, like with the sun. Mm-hmm. And just like get that first cup of coffee going, whether it's at a coffee shop or in my hotel room or at a condo or wherever, mm-hmm. and then get the day started and go, all right, I am officially on fucking vacation. Because usually the first day you arrive, that morning you start off in, in uh, you know, disheveled and, you know, travel and all that stuff all day long and or however long it takes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in my case, this last time we left Kingman at 3.30 in the morning and arrived in Honolulu about 1245 in the afternoon mm-hmm. their time that's a chunk of time you know that's nine hours eight nine hours ten hours something like that of 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 travel time where you're tied up and that's kind of stressful except five and a half hours six hours of it is not stressful it's just a, the last plane flight it's like the, right. or the last you're the just last sitting flight. there yeah yeah and it's like but you're also like kind of for us, we were we were tired, so we slept most of the time, mm-hmm. which was great because you're just ready to go, you know, when you get there. But yeah, like I, I, I get the the time. You need a time frame to just kind of ease into it, especially with you. You own your own business. You have people that you know that your employees. You're uh, watching them do this and do that, and making sure that the, everything's doing right. You're you're you've got all these different side projects and all that, and you're 
stressed, you know, your stress level is like constant simmer. Right. So it, and you can't, like, it takes a while to cool down from that. Well, it's just, for be- sure. it just yeah, makes sense. Because you're, if you're, if it's, you're always on. So you have to kind of fade into, it's like, it's like, you, you know, it's like you don't just downshift immediately from, you know, full RPM and sixth gear. You just got to kind of, you know, absolutely. And that takes for me a few days. But it does, you know, finally, I've to- I totally changed though. If you have never seen me, of course, on extended vacation at all. No, it no sure would be nice like. at some point. You would go, wow, that Paul guy is different. Well, I'm telling you, next spring, I think there's a group of us that are going to try and get together and put get to rent a house for a maybe eight to ten days. Where? North Shore of Oahu on the beach. Thanks for fucking it up, Joe. And panic, pandemic number two is going to be now flowing around. COVID 2022. Yeah, it's going to be great. They're going to call it Jovid. <laughs> it's going to be Jovid. <laughs> because when, so now speaking of which, things get canceled. I, I, when, now when's the fucking Rage, Rage Against the Machine concert going to be? As of right now, I think it's April 3rd, 2022. I think that's what it is. <laughs> Remember when we were going to see Rage Against the Machine in 2020 and then some bat messed it up for everybody else? We're going to be doing, uh, you know, like 10 years from now, man. We're waiting on that Rage, Rage concert. It... <laughs> So ridiculous. They're going to have like replacement band members by then. It's going to be a rage cover band. So ridiculous, man. Like, it, oh, yeah, but whatever. Uh, speaking of COVID, uh, the Nuge. He got, he got it. Yes. <laughs> he got that. China he was virus. bashing the shit out of it. For and then he got year, it. He was denying like how, like he said, he, he didn't, he said he tried to circle back and say, or backpedal and say, well, I never said the disease itself wasn't real i said that the it's the the blowing things out of proportion was bullshit and this and that and the other and uh it wasn't worth uh you know the it wasn't worth endangering the world economy and all that and uh what i saw was a video this was just like you know uh toilet news is what i call it Mm -hmm. like little clips and some guy on twitter was like oh and he just took every statement that that ted nugent had like the video of it and say he's like pause and then he goes, here's a video where he said exactly what he said he didn't say <laughs> from, from nine months ago. He's like, oh, here's another video. He just did that like eight. Like it was debunking every single thing that he said. Right. Like Ted Nugent is a smart fellow. He's, he's not really stupid. Is, he's he is, not stupid. He's yeah. not stupid. He's also, yeah. you can't call him a rock star burnout because he has never really drank or done drugs. No. I mean, I, th- I think he did in the early, early days. And he just saw, he was coming up in the late 60s when everybody was doing that. And he just saw, fuck that, I have too much talent. There were people like, getting destroyed really quickly. Like, yeah, I can't do that. He wanted to keep playing. It's like the hardcore narcissist that will never kill themselves because they are, they know that they're arrogant enough to think that they are the best right. at everything. So that guy's, he's arrogant. He's a dickhead. He's like, he, I, people try to call him racist. He's not racist. Not at all. Right. There's no fucking, he may say some off color shit. But he's definitely not a bigot. No, I, I would he, agree with he's, that. He's, he's he's not at all. Uh, but he but he, he got COVID pretty badly, and I think he kind of he talked about it. He well, goes, he's old. That's the thing. And he's yeah. like, I thought all this clean living was gonna be great, but it turns out, you're, no matter what, your body gets old. It's just tired. Yeah. And if yeah, if I, he said he was he said he was on the verge, like he was really worried he was gonna have to go to the hospital and die. Like he was just gonna go, he was gonna die because he couldn't do anything for like three or four days. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. I'm glad that he. I, I am. I'm not glad that he got sick because I don't want to see another human suffer. At least he's not one of those people I, like, that that just shut up and didn't say anything and didn't tell anybody. Right. He kind of came out and said, "Yeah, I got it. It was bad." He ate his crow and he was good about it. And I think that's great. That's commendable. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I I found that to be interesting. Um, 
Yeah, well, I'm glad the pandemic's starting to wind down. It's, and they're starting to show now, like that that India's getting slaughtered right India's now. India's getting slaughtered because they Bad. have they India India's. Oh, I hate saying this. The upper classes in India are getting what they deserve for keeping the caste system alive after fucking 200 years. Because they have they have a forced middle and lower class yeah, in that country do. generationally. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I'll never visit India until they abolish that shit. I'm not going to do it. Fuck them. I don't want to buy into that. It's one of my- I think that's bullshit. It's disgusting. And you've got over a billion people that are part of a... Uh, a a shitty culture of very very small upper class ruling everybody else, and it's really fucking terrible. Some of the, I, some of the smartest best people that I've known, I met these people in Germany too, and whatever were from 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 India. Absolutely, some of the best people in the world that, yeah, I, that for I know. sure. Yeah. yeah, and they come and, and they, one of the and worst, they're the, and they're the first one. Yeah, and one of the worst. Most recently, and he he and I went to a dinner a handful of months ago, a number of months ago, and he was bragging how well India was doing. For the COVID thing, because yeah. they were they kept it under control pretty they good, for, pretty easily for as densely populated. Yeah, the, the and then now it's just fucking gone ass out of fucking control. Yeah. I read an article about it that was very, and it was a lot of data. It was very data driven, and it was written by an uh, an Indian uh, physician, mm-hmm. uh, specifically a a virologist and uh, and uh, immunologist. Okay, which those and two he, specialties are what you want when talking about that when speaking. You know. About COVID nineteen, I thought and, you and wanted Ted works. Nugent to speak about it. You know what? I want Ted Nugent to keep speaking because uh, it's funny to catch him in bullshit. Yeah, but so but what are these person? What was the so gist of the? Uh, the base the gist of it was is that uh, in people in the upper classes, you know, you, they have like I think it's five castes. You know, you have your two upper classes and your two upper. They have the, the extreme upper class that doesn't work. They're mm-hmm. just they're generationally wealthy, right? And they just don't really have to work. Then you have the your wealthy that are your doctors, uh, attorneys, um, higher end trades, upper professionals, you know, upper professionals. Right? Yeah. They do work and they make a shitload of money at their work, but they're doing the same job that their dad did or their mom did, and it's a generational thing, mm-hmm. right? Then you have the other three or four, you know, lower classes, and um, the ones that had it under control were the ones that are anytime any like anybody in the small village or in that neighborhood of the giant city. That when anytime any of those guys get sick, they throw on masks. That's a masking culture. Yeah, all over Asia is like that. So then, uh, once they were able to get their vaccines and get vaccinated and da 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 da, the upper classes were like, "Well, fine, we don't have to do it." Their vaccination rate for the upper classes was is really really low. So that's who's getting nailed so then, right now, well, mainly? Then the thing is, is that those people are susceptible. And the people that got their vaccines, depending on the vaccines that they got, are still carriers. They can be uh, uh, asymptomatic carriers. So I, so I thought for some reason have, they didn't really have any vaccines going over there. For no, they had reason. a shit ton of vaccines. They okay. rolled out like 500 million in the first like three months that they were available. Okay. Or two months or something like that. Uh, but it was mostly the lower classes. Yeah, this is it was interesting stuff to read. So then you have your upper your upper class like upper um, class uh, cast, the upper castes uh, didn't get as many vaccines. They did, their vaccination rate was much lower. Right. So then you end up with uh, people that are asymptomatic carriers that aren't getting sick and aren't or if they are getting sick, it's mild and they're not going to the hospital as the vaccines work. Mm. And the upper class casts are getting, they're getting rocked. 
which yeah. you know what fuck them i'm sorry like that like as someone who kind of grew up a little bit poor and didn't have all that stuff you want to be that arrogant and be a piece of shit and you want to continue keeping those people down that's what you get well, that's, that's what, and it sucks and it's disgusting and it's a lot of human death and suffering and, it, and it's awful but that's also kind of how nature works so it's so, a uh, yeah I mean, it's a very uh compact highly populated country yeah and i was surprised early on i was like God, why is India doing so well? I don't get it. Why, you know, why how come they're not getting nailed because right. they're closer together? But, but they because they were they were distancing and wearing masks a whole lot, a whole lot more earlier, saying right because than everybody it's, else because was. it's easier. They already had kind of the brain infrastructure, right. so to speak, because they, they have the mentality so of masks. So now already. it's gone along and we're right. its way through. And now they're starting to you know relax a little bit, and like yeah. you said, and now it's getting now it's biting them. But I'm hard. So, they're showing like with you know Texas, it's like it's right out about a month, month and a week or something like that. That mm-hmm. Texas kind of opened everything up. Which is a crude experiment, you know, to see, you know, you're you're really playing with people's lives, mm-hmm. but it, their numbers didn't really skyrocket like like a lot of people thought they would. You're right, I remember and, that. And now, and and you can't really sweep that under the rug. Like if this were 20 years ago or even 10 years ago, it'd be easy to sweep it under the rug. But with social media, grandma's got COVID again, or little Johnny brought COVID home to his family. Did it like you? You know about shit like that when it's happening, right? Right. So. It's not like Texas, you know, sleep, sweeping shit under the rug like the politicians did with the, uh, where they said that the power outages were were caused by uh, the windmills freezing windmills, up. Windmills, yes. I'm like, mm, no, no, that's not how that fucking works at all. Like, and the windmills were up and running f- way, way faster than before everything else. Before everything yeah. else, yeah. Uh, and turns out a lot of the wind power, or a lot of the the electricity in in Texas comes from wind power. It was a huge percentage. It was way more than what they played. Mm-hmm. They, they what they made it out to be. You know, they downplayed it. I was like, God damn! Like I understand if your wealth comes from a very specific thing, but when that specific thing goes out of fashion or out of style or is just not is no longer an accepted form of making money, maybe it's time to pivot. Right. Okay. Right. It's like we talked about with the coal miners in West Virginia and Eastern Kentucky and Southeastern uh, Ohio. That has classically been a very poor area of the country, and that is one of the only ways you can make a really good living in that area of the country. It's like crawl down into the holes. It's crawl down the holes, get your, get fucking you know black lung, all yeah. that shit. My daddy was a miner. I'm going to be a miner. My yeah. son's going to be a miner. Totally get it. And people need to eat. Yeah. That's, that's the bottom line. People need to eat. They need to feed their families. I get it. As an industry, take all those billions of dollars and try and pivot. Figure something else out. Right. You know, and that's what's happening in, in Texas. They want to protect their oil money. I get it. They those companies knew fifty years ago what we're going through now is a was going to happen. Yes. But they just rested back on their laurels and counted their money and still kept doing it and just spent money on lobbying to keep. Uh, keep that uh, going, yeah. yeah. To keep uh, non-renewable resources going, mm-hmm. when what they should have done is taking that money and trying to pivot and figure out another way to make money. Because if you had brilliant people who started Standard Oil, uh, which one was that? Was it Rockefeller? Yes. Yeah, Rockefeller was a brilliant, brilliant businessman, and it cut, it surrounded himself with brilliant people. If 130 years ago he could figure that out, um, I'm pretty sure y'all can do that with e- ten times the money he had. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand. I, I do understand it because it's people that are in power and have money want to keep their power and money. And it's easy. Totally it's, understandable. It's much and, easier to th- take this money that they have in the bank and throw at lobbyists it and is. hire them than it is to figure yeah. out new technology. Exactly. Yeah. And new shit is hard. Yeah. 
It sucks. You know, it sucks and it's annoying. It's annoying when you see that and then you see people that are like, well, wind power only accounts for one percent of blah blah blah. Actually, it's about eighteen percent. Right. It's, uh, it's, that, getting, it's getting more and more. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a forever for a long way until fossil fuels are gone, gone, just totally Which, And gone. I don't know if they'll even go completely away, but I have a feeling we're going to get to a point where the fossil fuels are like they're it's almost like we'll be able to. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I have no idea what what the future holds and nobody does. But I know that it's not in fossil fuels like I just know. And when I say the future, I don't mean like 2025. I mean, like. 2100 or right. 2125 like right you know um like it, it is long-term space travel is going to be ion propulsion 100 mm-hmm. percent. we already have it it's already on various uh probes that we've sent out into the universe that work it's proven to work over the past i mean the first ion propulsion system was like cassini i think the cassini probe used ion propulsion okay. super simple there's no moving parts it's incredibly light MIT made the little glider or a, a airplane. You ever seen a little plane? Yes. With ion propulsion. Yep. You know, and yeah. it looks like a bi. I think it's a biplane. It yeah. It looks, kind of it weird. looks like a right, the right, uh, the first, the uh, first right. Yeah. The right B. I think it's a right B flyer is what mm-hmm. it looks like. So ion propulsion has no moving parts. It runs off electricity. Yeah. Just kind of going along. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the only, you know, if, if you, people that are just held into what it is today, it's just odd to even have that stance or argument. It's like, why is it really bothering you or affecting you if there are people out there developing other modes of propulsion? Right. I mean, why, why do you, it's the same kind of thing. It's like you're getting, screaming at gay people for getting married or letting them get, it's like, why, I don't. It doesn't want, affect you. It's it like, doesn't affect you, except that you're mad that you're, you probably want to taste dicks. Like that, that's, <laughs> Joe Rogan had a great bit about that. He goes, People yell and scream about gay gay marriage. Either, either you are are uh, what do you say? Either you really have a problem with gays, or you secretly want to know what dicks taste like. Right? Like, why are you worried about their marriage? Doesn't do anything to your marriage at all. Well, it ruins the sanctity of marriage. No, it doesn't. Not at all. You know what ruins the sanctity of of your marriage? You looking at porn all the time, there, Jackie. Right. Uh, fucking. Or you I'm know, not you, fixing your own personal yeah, internal problems. No and shit. F- fuck it. Exactly. Take care of your own house before you come over and t- criticize mine. Fuck you. Right. I just think it's exciting. New technologies that actually work anyway. I mean, I didn't think to be honest, I had when when Tesla came out with this the first, you know, Roadster thing, I thought, well, it's going to be a while. I mean, and then the S came along. I thought that happened pretty quickly. Yeah. They went from the Roadster to S producing those pretty quick. I, went, I remember wow. the first time I saw an electric it was like a dune buggy uh-huh. and that guy had so many fucking batteries in there. Like it was very, and this is 12, 14 years ago, something like that. Right. And he was a temp that worked for me out at, uh, out here at the airport somewhere like at, at, at chemical, not chemical uh, at the, Oh, whatever the soap place. Cause he was the guy that would bring oh, me. It's right behind here. Yeah. Actually, it's right yeah. over here. Anyway, he would bring me, he would bring me the soap flakes, like the concentrated ones. Mm-hmm. He's like, he gave, he brought me like a little, like Rubbermaid container, and he goes that would clean the whole county. Probably he said use like half a teaspoon in your washer, and like half a teaspoon. He goes, yep, and holy shit, did that get everything super clean? He's like, that's usually diluted with like I think he said with like six liters of water is a half teaspoon. <laughs> anyway, that guy shows up one day and he to get his paycheck because he only worked four days a week, and so Friday morning he showed up to get his weekly paycheck. And I was like, what is that thing? He's like, oh, I'm headed down to Glamis. And he showed it to me. It was out on the on a flatbed trailer. I'm like, is this thing electric? He goes, yeah, it's got this. And he had 
two motors, two uh, f- you know, the four axles, da, 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 or sing- two single axle, two single motor, and like I don't know, an array of batteries, probably twelve batteries, uh, and I'm like, how fast is this thing? And he's like, it kind, it's not, it it depends. I like I I have to adjust my voltage for manually for what I'm gonna do. If I'm gonna take a, a high speed run. I adjust this, and da, 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 but then I can do high speed. He's like, I can do about 160 in it um, flat out for about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I ha- then it takes me another th- like three or four hours to charge. This is a while back. Or then, I can do obviously. this. Was, yeah, there was a long time ago. And this guy, this was all hobby shit. Like he, mm-hmm. I don't remember what the electric motors were from, but I know the batteries were all uh, deep cycle. The, uh, the ones you can, the fancy ones that you can mount any kind of any direction. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it was like, I mean, he's he had he had probably two to three thousand dollars in batteries mm-hmm. that were meant for boats and whatnot. But yeah, it was really cool. I'm like, so what? How do you use it? I was just I I was letting I was I was neglecting my 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 duties at my job because I was so just enamored with it. I was like, man, have you ever heard of Tesla? It was like Model S hadn't come out. I it might have come out. Or I it, it hadn't uh, I, I or it was really really new at the yeah time it was really really new and it wasn't on my radar yet but the the roadster I was like you ever see that guy that made that roadster was, he's like oh yeah Tesla and then we started talking about it and I saw that and I'm like this is gonna be fucking incredible if they can manage like get the batteries more efficient this is gonna be insane and that's true and look how far we've come they're all over the place I'll tell you. Uh, Hawaii is the land of electric vehicles. Oh, really? Holy shit. They're, They're like everywhere. 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 I mean, just... Of course, it's dominated oh, by... Oh, see, I got another one of these goddamn text messages. From... Joe, it works in eight minutes, guaranteed. Uh, have our cutting-edge ME cure for no cost to you. Male enhancement. Is that because you turned 40 you're getting these things right now? I swear to God, it just started like maybe a week ago. So, yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's hilarious. The whole world... The world now knows you're 40. My you can start getting... cock is always hard. <laughs> He's re- actually replying back to them. But gonna, thank gonna, you. going to get more messages from them now because you're engaging them. No, I'm blocking them. Oh. Mm, block this color. So they should, have... I should just take a picture of some turgid member and... And send it to them. So I assume that uh, that it's because of Tesla's uh, popularity. It's mostly Tesla over there, right? Um, in Hawaii. No. Oh okay. no. Uh, there are um, a ton of BMW. The how little tiny. How much, tiny, is, how much is a gallon I3. of gas over there? This is uh, this is. I love this. I love this question. Okay. Because we've talked about this before. Right. Because when you talk about visiting Hawaii or staying in Hawaii extended or living there, moving there. People, first off, people just don't want to change because they're afraid of where they are. And I understand that because I've been in that boat. But I'm done with being I'm done with being afraid of stuff like that. So uh, people are like, well, man, you know how much a fucking gallon of milk costs there? Christ almighty. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how much a gallon of milk costs here because I'm, a, I'm not a baby and I don't drink milk. No offense, Paul. I know you love your milk. Oh, I do. But Especially I don't. Especially on lattes. I just, I just don't. I like that's the most dairy that I have ever. That's when, that's when mostly you, what it's used for now is a latte. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, uh, they get pissed at that. They're like, "Well, yeah. What about gas? It's super expensive." I'm like, okay, it's super expensive, except you don't have to drive very far anywhere on that island. Right. So put it this way: I was there for six days. I drove my rental car every single day. I put, I, I, I drove it 
all over the place. I mean, all over the fucking island, constantly, all the time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even. I went through almost a half a tank of gas. Wow. Okay. So I filled up at the most expensive gas station you can fill up at, which is always the one right by the airport, right sure. by rental car drop off, right? Yep. yep. At three seventy nine a gallon. That's it. Yeah. So that wasn't a liter. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> it was three seventy nine a gallon. You know, and I got my my fuel discount for my truck today. And guess what? I filled up at at Safeway on the mainland in Kingman, Arizona, for three thirty one. I got ten cents off, and it was three forty one. Wow. I'm sorry, it's not that much more fucking expensive, especially when you don't have to drive as far. Well, I was gonna make the point. But electricity of like is super super fucking cheap there. Okay. Because of the they have tons of solar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have they have tons of solar, and they have wind. They the, the, the sun. Good night. Yeah, what are you Dude, the wind quit and it's dark. Yeah, when when dipshits like that are like, well, why would you have windmills? The wind's gonna stop. Have you ever been to an island? Wind doesn't stop. Right. It doesn't stop. It's at a constant clip of like fifteen to twenty miles an hour at all times. Right. Yeah. It's people people just want things to stay the same. And that's Whether all you, it's where I, they I, live. I decide to engage people with this argument of the you know the new charging we have there in front of yeah. uh, Smiths. And it's saying, well, when they're done, they throw them away. They're, well, I, I didn't even bother to go into right now if they're doing it with all the batteries, that's yeah. putting them in all the home fucking walls because they're, yes. they're still really good they're, for long. Yeah, they lose their peak, but then they hold for yes. a long time yes. at that lower level, which is great for on the ground, just using it for yeah. battery storage from your solar at night. That's what happens. With yeah, your, that's when you that the uh, Tesla Powerwall. Right. The Tesla Powerwall, uh, you can get a refurbished one of those, and that's where they come from is out of Tesla cars. Mm-hmm. And the refurbished ones are about half the price. They don't have the longer as, as long of a warranty because they're going to need to be replaced sooner. Right. But they work just as well. They work just as well just for a less uh, amount of time. And there's another company that's adjacent there in, um, in Nevada that's working on the recycling part of it. Right. Of- Getting all these things, you know, they're collecting. They're, they're collecting them all out there. They're not just dumping them somewhere. What they're doing is they're reclaiming the lithium, yes, from those batteries, so that they don't have to mine it anymore. And when the dipshits start talking about, oh, well, the it's more environmentally damaging to mine that stuff. It can't be grown. It has to be mined. No, not exactly. Right. You know, well, you uh, are remining that. it out of out of the batteries. Yes, exactly. That's that's, that's a secondary mining. Exactly. So yeah. you get to a point. It's kind of like aluminum. Like we really don't have to pull. Worldwide, for the most part, we don't have to pull any more bauxite out of the ground it is to make aluminum. Less. It's less and less that you like the aluminum mines are closing up around the world, or bauxite mines are closing up around the world because you don't have it's to a, mine as it's much. It's a shitload less. There's a fuck ton out there. It's less energy to yeah. to recycle aluminum than it is to turn it into aluminum. In the first exactly. Place. Yeah. So, so those folks, I just if you are one of those deniers, just do some research, just basic fucking research. Don't parrot what you heard on Newsmax, who's going to get sued out of existence here soon. Yeah, and then don't do the research in the search bar on the Newsmax website. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do. They do, research on the I, Fox I did, News website. I did my research. You did, oh, did you? Was it on OAN? Okay. <laughs> And don't and and I'm not just saying right wing, left wing media is just Same as fucking thing. bad. Yeah, Same just as thing. fucking bad. I'm not going to research uh, whether or not a CNN story is 100 percent accurate on the CNN website. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right, with that, I we're, think we're done. I think we are done. We are done, folks. Enjoy your week. We love you. Bye.
Thank you.